welcome back to Kinda All Good. Today we're going to be playing Big Talk. I'm super excited. Ali and I were kind of brainstorming what to do for this week's podcast, but it's around the time when we started our very first little baby, the Entrepreneur's Podcast. So we thought we would do a full circle moment and bring in Big Talk for today. Yeah, I'm so excited. So for those who don't know Big Talk or kind of the story with it, when we started the Entrepreneur's Podcast, the first guest that we had on was Kleena Silverman, who is the founder of Big Talk. And Big Talk is essentially a card game like so if you see our video elements right now, um, which is aimed at skipping the small talk and having deeper conversations with this card game that has like these conversations that provoke more meaningful conversations. And it's hoping to bring people together more less of like, you know, how's your day, blah, 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 the weather. It's like, what are your hopes and dreams in life? What's the most memorable moment for you? Things like that. And yeah, I think Kalina is just doing fantastic things. We had her on the podcast and it's a fun game. I just, I, I created like a China's version of it uh, with it being in Chinese. I did some events and I carried around with me in my backpack all the time. And it's always just like a super fun game. So I would love to play a little bit of this today. How do you feel about that? You want to get started? Yeah, no, I'm super excited. I think this will be one of my first times playing Big Talk. Oh. I've played a couple of games that are similar. I'm a big fan of the game We're Not Really Strangers, which yeah. has like a similar kind of concept, but definitely excited to like dig deep with Big Talk today. And also hope that more of you guys like get to know what Big Talk is mm-hmm. and maybe play with some of your friends on your campuses as well. Yeah, absolutely. We'll share some more info about Big Talk in the description. But until then, we will get started. And I'm going to hit you with our first question today, Waylon, which is, what's your earliest memory of achievement? Is that interesting? That's so I've never seen this one, actually. Yeah, no, I've never seen this one either. Earliest memory of Of achievement. achievement. Yeah, right? Like success. Like Like, I think of this like, what was the formation of what success looked like for you like who validated you or like in your mind I don't know I just I think that's such an interesting question that is such an interesting I'm trying to think earliest memory of achievement oh my goodness I don't think this is my earliest memory um but something I remember feeling like a pure sense of like pride in myself um when I first Like I drew a picture for my mother for Mother's Day Mm -hmm. and it was a rabbit. And I was like, at the time, I thought it was her favorite animal. And I remember in my head thinking this was like such a realistic picture of a rabbit. I'm sure. I don't know what it looked like. I I don't have the picture anymore. But I remember I was showing my friends and I felt this like just like pure sense of pride. And I think that might have been my first memory or encounter with like pride or like something I was proud of producing. But Not sure if that's my earliest accomplishment. I love that you say that too, because I'm about to share an example that comes from like sports. And what I love about this before I get into mine is, although you and I are both very like academic or like work focused to some degree, that's not where our like foundations of achievement came from. It came from like our hobbies, like art and sports. So I just think it's like a super interesting note as well. Um, Mine, a lot of them come from like early days of like gymnastics and soccer, tennis, I started winning and like I would get medals and I was a little energetic ball, but a lot of that like came like the moments of like scoring a goal or doing like a good, like I did like flips and stuff around the world basically. And I I did handstands exactly where I should not be putting my hands on the floor. I I (laughs) absolutely... But yeah, I remember people would like clap in the airports when I did like handstands. I was that little girl. Um, Yeah, 100%. I love that. I think actually, now that I think of it, my earliest sense of accomplishment was probably from skiing. Like that was probably, I started skiing when I was 
one and a half years old, which is crazy. What a prodigy. Truly, I think it was just normal in Europe. Yeah, fair. But um, yeah, I remember we'd always get like these small little badges or pins. Oh, um, yeah. Like after you complete like a level. So like every year you do None of that participation shit. You completed the level. Yeah. No, that's so interesting. Because like, if you say now, like, what has been your biggest achievement in the last year? Like, I think, well, I, I think I'm answering for you, but like, I think you would maybe say rowing to some degree or like some sort of other like artistic thing that you do. But I'm just guessing. I can speak for myself. It's more like, for lack of better words, shit that I do on the computer. Not to say like the podcast is not a, like, it was probably the biggest achievement in the last year of mine, like creating the Entrepreneurs Network. I would say yeah. that. Um, and that's great. And that, but that also doesn't neglect like, I don't know, achievement of like, I don't know, like even things of life, like moving, moving to a new country. I think like that's a huge achievement. Like that should be yeah. celebrated. Um, even like rekindling a friendship. Those weird things where I yeah. feel like at every point in your life, you define it slightly differently. Yes. But also like we are so bad at taking a step back and looking at achievements, like small achievements that happen every single day. Like yeah. an example of this would be, um, like one of my friends literally does like everything under the sun and she like looks back on her day and she's like, I did nothing today because everything she did was like supposedly easy for her. No. But for oh someone else God. to be in her shoes, it would be like in crazy amounts of things. So I think it's so interesting how every person's definition of achievement changes, but also it changes over time. I, I want to No, I kind of want to build off of this conversation because this has been something that's been on my line, especially the last 24 hours. I received some really positive news about a summer internship that I've been working super hard for, but yeah. in some weird way. And I feel this with most things that happen, we get acclimatized or we accept like a new normal. Like once you achieve that thing, maybe from college, a job, or even people for like its weight or health or whatever that be, it becomes the normal and you forget it, that special feeling so quickly and you're ready moving on to the next thing. Like I sound terrible when I say like, I'm already like, oh, it's normal. Like, it's not even a big deal anymore. Like, how dare I? Like, 20, even 24 hours ago, I would kill to be where I am now. And now I'm already normalizing it. Like, what are your thoughts on that? And like, how achievements can be numbed over time? 100%. I think the biggest one for me was getting to college and starting, mm. um, especially, I think the last week just has been like super rough for me in terms of like academics and kind of dealing with um, like a lot of school things that are happening and health and all of that fun stuff. But um, yesterday I kind of took a step back and I was like, me two years ago would kill to be in college. Like if I was not just any college, like like literally any college and just knowing that I have literally like a friend who like I sprained my ankle and I like was in bed and she was like, let me switch off the lights for you. And she like, came into my room, switched off the lights for me and then like walked out. And I was like, to have a friend literally like tuck me into literally bed is in. something that I would have killed for like <sighs> a year, two years ago. So not, not exactly tuck me into bed. I don't need someone okay. to tuck me into bed, <laughs> but like metaphorically, you know what I Metaphorically I'm being the, um, yeah, that figure. No, hundred percent. That makes, I think everyone kind of gets that vibe. No, you're totally right. Yeah. I think we need to hold on to the feeling we feel right when we first get it instead of the feeling you feel at the end like I don't know why I'm going to the example of a car I'm thinking like or you get a new car like you're so excited by it of course over time yeah the car gets older new models come out but like that's a physical item like I see how that makes sense for like a car a new t-shirt a new computer but when it's like something that's so 
like an absolute and standing with its own self in like an achievement in your life, like you, that always stands special. Like there's nothing else that will ever like conflict with that. Like, I think that's what's so special about like writing books almost like books are evergreen. Like, doesn't matter if you wrote a book 20 years ago now, like, people still feel that same pride for a book. 100%. Same with the podcast. Yeah. Anything that you create. You create. Yeah. The creating process. Yeah. I love that. Wow. So, so true. Great first question. Okay. I love this one. I've never, yeah, that's a really good question. So, early remember, because it's also like, what formed your idea of achievement? Mm -hmm. Um, Kind of on that same edge. The next question is, what can you do today that you couldn't do a year ago? I would I love, love a couple that. answer for this. Cause like, I know what yours is going to be like for one. It starts with a row. Oh, we're like, we love, no, no, no. <laughs> but like, I want a couple for you. Cause like, I can think of like 10 for you for sure. Oh my goodness. Yeah. No, I, I think I am like a completely different person than I was Still. a year ago. And I think Still. everyone is to some degree, yeah. but also a part of me is like, maybe I'm like the same person. Maybe I'm not growing at all. Um, and that's definitely leans into what we were talking about accomplishments mm. um, earlier, but I think for sure rowing was a big one for me. I think I think rowing, I think podcast, I think being kinder to myself was something that I had a really hard doing, like time doing. What does that time. look like to you? Like I think we throw around this term kinder to ourselves all the time. Like that sounds awesome. What does that mean day to day in life to you? I think it's a lot of different forms and every day it kind of looks different. And some days it's not as great as others. Um, most recently for me, it's been um, I get like a very intense feeling of happiness sometimes. And that comes yeah. from a lot of light, a lot of sunlight, um, a lot of weather related things. A hundred percent. I realized this weekend. I'm like a plant. Cannot. Uh-huh. No, same. I photosynthesize 120% right? completely um, photosynthesis. I need like green patches it. on me. I'm wearing green now so I can photosynthesize my night. <laughs> I love that. But I recently started uh, a notes list that Ooh, um, we love a notes list called. Yeah, I know. It's just called happy. <gasps> and basically every no. time I get this like really intense feeling of being happy, um, I write down like a couple of things. I write Tell down like, where I feel it around, like physically where I feel In your body on the body. <gasps> I feel it. I describe the environment around me and um I like wrote down like what I did with the happiness I was feeling so oftentimes it was like like, telling someone that I was feeling happy it was noting down whether I was walking outside playing good music like the feeling in especially my upper chest I feel a lot of happiness so I don't know it's just kind of nice to have a list of things that like I don't know that like make you happy no that's amazing yeah I love that going back to that as well Whenever you feel not the happiest, having that place that you can kind of go to, sight, maybe it's not going to completely dig you out of your hole of some sort. It's going to make you smile or make you feel some sort of way in one way or another. Oh my God, I'm going to start doing that. I love that. I see it as a notion list. I see that as like a notion page. Is it a notion page? No. Are we going to see Wayland's happy notion template coming soon? Yes, coming soon. Um, Another big one is stars. That's one every night I look at the stars as I walk back to my dorm, which is so, so Living under the stars. Living under the stars in uh, the armpit of America, but it's fine. (laughs) You are not in the armpit. You think, okay, when you're in the armpit of America, maybe. It's not even that bad. Maybe just a little bit. (laughs) Maybe a little bit. No, 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 not at all. I was going to say podcasting as well. Like if you last me a year ago, I could name you 500 podcasts. The idea of actually doing it myself was so 
daunting to me to be able right. to create something to even start something or even couldn't do a year ago. Like this is like not something like it's like a skill that being able to look at my phone and FaceTiming you just because like I want to and like for just shits and giggles, like yeah, become such a cl- close friend. And I think it's the coolest thing ever. Side note, I got the funniest DM yesterday from another friend, and she was like, it the, the it was a meme on Instagram, and it was like I see all these Instagram, I see all these podcasts that are like two best friends. Da, 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 da. I want a podcast with like two enemies that fucking hate each other. I think it's <laughs> so funny. So a little shout out to that. I um, love that. Yeah. I can name a couple for you too. I feel like this year has been a big year of growth for you. I feel like it's both been for both of us. And like, that's so weird. Like we feel like we see each other so much. You couldn't do. I don't know. Yeah. Cause we definitely are digging into these. Yeah. I think like for you, a big one was just like living by yourself and like living independently in like a new country. I feel like you made it look so easy, but I know logistically and like the amount of effort you had to put in the organization for that is like insane. Like it's been a lot. I've moved so many times. Yeah. I realized I was thinking, I was walking to the bathroom. I'd always, why do I, I'm referencing what I was doing when I had the thought. I was walking to the bathroom today and I had a thought. I'm like, since this time last year, I moved from Hong Kong to Miami, Miami to Canada, Canada to Shanghai. Shanghai, I moved like literally seven times within Shanghai. Moved back to Hong Kong, moved to Paris. I'm going to move to San Francisco in the summer and then probably going to move to New York in the fall. Like, fuck, that's within two years. Yeah. So can we take a brief detour and say it is absolutely insane that we started online school two years ago. I can't. Hong Kong. Can we talk about Hong Kong for just one second? One one second. One second. Hong Kong is online school. You know, they're stopping school. The local schools. Okay. This is being recorded March. Sorry. February 24th, 2022. Things change. Regulation change. Best of my knowledge to the information I know from the South China Morning Post, from Bloomberg, from The Economist, from the Hong Kong Education Bureau. This is the information I have now. Disclaimer. Done. Okay. All the local schools are like doing their summer March and April. Like they're just done. And then like they're starting school again. Like they're trying to do their summer during the fifth wave now. The fifth wave. Oh my God. Isn't that a movie? Anyways, they're doing that now. International schools. I don't know if you've seen like the means and people from school we went to. Like no one knows what's going on. They had some sort of special circumstance. But like they haven't but like they clear. don't even know what it looks they have like. No right? idea. No, they've no idea. It's crazy. Absolutely crazy. Um, so like for example, I'm staying at my friend's house right now in Paris. They're like le- they're coming, they're coming this week. Like they have two kids, they're both like preteen age. They're doing online school for the foreseeable future. They just they're they're willing to risk it. They don't think they're coming here. Like it's yeah. tough. It really is. Like my best my sister, best friend, she has never had a normal semester. Like they had the protests. She's online school right now. They, we were online school two years ago. Two years ago. I know. The world two is years. moving without them. It's exactly. insane. That, that's so well put. So well put. How are, we, how are your parents? Yeah. Are they back in Hong Kong now? Still quarantining. Oh my God. They're quarantining in Hong Kong right now. Yeah. It's crazy. When it's do they come out? Here. They come out sometime this week. So soon. But <sighs> they literally left the What US a world to come January. out to. That is crazy. Wait, they left me and they left the U.S.? They left the U.S. in January. Oh, my God. Yeah. You used to be able to get back to Hong Kong within the night. Like, you would leave the U.S. or leave in the night and be there by the morning. Yeah. And now it, it literally takes, like, it, it, the boat was – they could have taken a ship. It would have been quicker. I know. could have gone back and forth. Oh, my God. <laughs> crazy. It, Honestly, anyone listening from Hong Kong, my heart goes out to you. I know it's been really tough. It's been a really yeah. tough 
two especially almost three for, years like, now. the high schoolers and yeah. also honestly just like young parents as well like yeah. I remember at the start of the pandemic a lot of the teachers we had in high school they had like little ones and even back then it was like this whole thing like just just like being a parent at home but also teaching but also making sure that you're so kids are I can't even imagine properly. um till now and they're still dealing with it I my heart goes out to I I could not imagine like could not imagine I can barely take care of myself the idea that you would have to like take care of two three four children a partner yeah mortgages bills medical sometimes the upper generation as well the grandparents the side generation supporting brothers and sisters like the number of responsibilities like we think we have now we think we're so busy None of them are urgent. Like at the end of the day, like we are very busy, but it's things we bring into ourselves. Like one day we're going to have a point in our life. We're going to have things on our plate that we don't even like to some degree school even is that like Mm -hmm. school. You can still say yes or no to some degree. If you have a child, like you can't say no. If you have a parent that's like really ill, you can't say no. If you have have a brother who isn't doing well, you can't say no. You need to take care of them. So yeah. That's that's an interesting thing. Right before I left, um, Right before I left high school, one of my teachers told me that your 20s are, you know, everyone says your 20s are the best years of your life. Um, And he was like, yeah, your 20s are the best years of your life. Not because of like the fun you'll have or all of that. Like, sure, that will happen. He said that it's the only time where you can control the ties that you have. Like, it's the only time when you're not tied down to anything and you are living truly your most authentic self because after you'll have all of these other ties that are out of your control whether it's your children your family your partner your um your parents right now you're like kind of in a free space where everything yeah. you do is like is kind of self-imposed i'm actually gonna push back on that i interesting okay. agree the responsibility is 100 i'm gonna push back on the phrase that's not just what you said. Like it's a widely accepted phrase. The 20s is the best time of your life. I know so many people in their 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s who are living their best lives right now. And they would kill, or not they would kill. They would never want to go back to their 20s or even 30s. <laughs> like yeah. the idea of peaking late. It's something so, like it, no one talks about it. Cause I think, okay, watch this video essay about it. Just bear with me for a second. Like the I Western society video. and also like Eastern society, to some degree, just in general society is obsessed with protégés and like young protégés, 18 and stuff started this 20 year old, 14 year old successful. Like the idea of being young and so successful and already knowing that is so like it's fetishized to some degree. Mm-hmm. So when you're 20 years old, you've lived a fifth of your life to some degree. And like, you're already at the top of your game. Like what are you going to do for 80 other years? Not to say you're not going to continue to be successful, but like you can have that same growth or even way more growth from ages 40 to 60, like immense, immensely. 100%. Like the idea that like, oh no, you don't have the best time at college or you didn't have a good group of friends. Like that is such a short-term belief to have. Like I can speak anecdotally, even like from like my dad, my dad, he, he had friends growing up, nothing like too close. Da, da, da. He moved to Hong Kong when he was 28. Like, pretty much he barely talks about or not nothing because it's sad but like nothing remarkable he doesn't speak in just intense happy terms not that it was anything was bad or anything but like he's what I'm trying to say is he's the happiest probably from age 30 on and like he seems to be getting happier every year 
So like that's what I'm trying to say. The idea of late bloomers. That that's the term. Yeah. There's a book about it, late bloomers. But like I think it's something that's not talked about enough at all, and it makes no. people feel like they're not just at the top of their game right now when they're young and sexy and hot and everything is supposed to be at your like you have all the opportunities potential now. No, you have potential for the rest of your life. You can do anything whenever yeah. you want. No, I love that. I think one of the most real times I realized that we are in it for the long game, and it really yeah. kind of hit me was end of last year's spring. Um, I was sitting, I know exactly where I was sitting. I was sitting with one of my guy friends in our common room and we sat back in the chair. We were all like slumping in our chair. I think it was like just when finals had finished and we were just starting summer break. And he sat there and he was, he looked at me and he was like, Waylon, shit, we're only like a fifth of the way there. And I was like, what do you mean? Like, we're a fourth of the way done with college. Like, we're almost there. Like, it's crazy to think that we're almost done. And he's like, no, like we're like just barely a fifth of our life through, you are going to have to do this five more times. And it like hit me. I was like, shit, like five more times of every single thing I've experienced now, five more times. Yeah. And then I don't know, from that day on, it was very much like everything now is like so minuscule in that larger time lapse. That's but so true. Even like, know. that's why I, I'm, I'm quite close to my grandparents and it's for a number of reasons, but one of the things too is they put things into such great perspective. Yeah. Like they've had so many life experiences, just like most 80, 70 year olds have. And it really helps know what are the things that are happy in the long term that stand out and things that are so negligible in your life. You think of the biggest thing ever that really you don't, shouldn't get fussed off about. Like, don't lose sleep over that. Let your life be focused on the things like that. Because there's nothing to, and this is something that I've been thinking about, but I just want to like put out into the world because I it's in my mind so much now. Everyone talks about burnout, sure. But I think the burnout that people talk about is short-term burnout. Oh, I've been working for like eight months nonstop. I've been working for two months nonstop, three months. I mean, going back to this like protege thing, young people, you like were in middle school and high school, you did so well, or like you were young in college, like, to some degree, like what we're doing and to some degree, like in college, like, kind of killing it and doing your thing to some degree. Yeah. I'm going to say like, I'm very happy with my levels of accomplishments. And I am sure same, you won't like absolutely you as well beyond 10 times 10. Like I don't want to get to a pace when I'm 20. I'm like, fuck, like it's tiring. So the idea of saying like, this isn't a race right now. Like this is the way I want to live my life because it's fun. And like it's, it's breaks and there's flows and it's not like I'm racing to something like that's mm-hmm. not long-term or it's not like I'm 40 and like, what the fuck do I do now? Yeah. Like it's, 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 it's like a lifestyle. I build and not a sense of being busy, but that's also true. It's like some people think this would be like the worst nightmare to be busy and that sort of thing. Like sitting, doing nothing, but like I, I crave meaning. It's yeah. so cliche, but like, I derive a lot of meaning from like work and things I create and connections I make and not everyone's the same way and that's okay. So I've learned that to not feel like, cause other people like try to impose things. I don't know if you feel the same way, but like some people are like, no, like relax, like do something. And like, I'm all for relaxing. Like you see me, I relax, I have fun. I go out, like I do stuff, but some mm-hmm. people don't see that or they don't, are not happy with how much I do it or the way I do it or that sort of like, what are your thoughts on that? Like when people like, Cause I know you relax with like, I can always say sure. Relax. Like I know you do relax and like you do, you do a rest time. And when people like, no, she never does. Like, what are your thoughts on that? No, I completely agree. And I think I see like where people are coming from. Like when I see, for sure coming from, when I see like, when I see the way that you relax, right. Like you love to surround yourself with people, like not to say that you don't like your like alone time, Mm -hmm. but you do thrive so much on like the people around you. And a lot of it is like connecting with people around you and like doing all of that. 
for me, I love doing that too, but it takes a lot of my energy. Like mm-hmm. I am someone who loves like being there for people. And like, I get a lot of energy from being helpful with to other people and like mm-hmm. being around other people. But when I'm in like a big party space or like when I'm surrounded by a lot of people and like have to be on, um, that takes a lot of my energy. So like my relaxing time is like very much like me just like with my thoughts, either walking or just like literally just like sitting down after a long day. Um, and I realized like, I don't know, at one point I was like, oh, like, I wish I could be more like Allie and like, just like wish I could like, you know, like have that component. Um, but then I realized like everyone relaxes in such a different way. And there's like no point in like being like, oh, like she relaxes in this way. Like, I wish I could relax in that way too. And like, kind of like force yourself to be something that you're not. Like, I think it's so important to protect your energy, find ways you get energy and need energy back. So yeah, I don't know. I don't think I ever told you this, but no, you haven't um, like love the vulnerability. First of all. Um, yeah, no, I think in terms of like relaxing, doing that, I have a lot of people who tell me like, don't be like, be around how take your time for yourself, which I do. But I realize after like a certain point, which is a lot lower than others, I feel very stressed being by myself. Not stressed. Yeah. 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 I don't, after a long time, like I'm happy even to go like on a two day trip by myself, I could do that. But like spending multiple nights, like dinner alone or having one, like that, that stresses me out. I feel like I need to, like, I find it difficult to like, like, let's say I want to do like, like just sit in my silent thoughts and eat. That's fine. But then I just feel like I'm like staring, doing nothing. Like I want to talk to people while I eat. I find eating a very social thing. Or let's say it's like an afternoon. I just don't want to do nothing. I'm like, okay, maybe I'll read a little bit. Okay, maybe I'll work out. Okay, if I'm by myself, like in house, like, okay, I'll use a, a, a screen. And then when I think of screens, it's either like, okay, relaxing time. So I know I could be doing something super productive. So it's either like I end up doing that. And then that's just like not what I'm doing. Or I use, I do like absolute trash. I don't have like the mental energy in my life right now to like watch like some acclaimed good movie. I watch like season two, Modern Family, season four, which is where I really place. Like I literally do that. And like a couple episodes, like that's great. But then like, I'll go down rabbit holes. I'll watch it for like two hours, three hours. I'm like, why am I doing this? Like, so I just feel like angry and upset with myself. And like yeah. that happens way more than I'd like to admit. Actually, no, it happens a lot. And I would like to admit it. And so I kind of know like what my triggers are and, I know, you know, people are like, oh, I'm just learning more about myself every day. But like, it's true. As you get older, you learn more about yourself every day. It's like, we're all experiments and we collect more and more data about ourselves each day. So we can have better algorithms to predict future behaviors. Like, I love that. Oh my God. I love that. And I think that's so true. Um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like college is such a weird place. I know this is not the direction we were going. Oh my to. God, no, we, we are one direction. Another card or something, but I feel like you're so right in terms of like putting so much pressure on yourself in your early twenties to be the most successful, most successful version of yourself. Almost. I feel like that's been getting to me a lot. I feel like I put a lot of pressure on my 2022 to be like this beautiful year. I had like this whole big plan on how I was going to like turn my life around. And when that didn't happen, I feel like a lot of my energy was spent telling people oh, like my life doesn't look as perfect as it could be, even though I'm sure on the outside, it looks like I'm crushing it and killing it. And that's so important that you just said that. I've never heard you say that like about yourself. I've never heard you say, I know from the outside, it looks like I'm crushing it. 
I know. It's I've crazy. never heard you say that. That's amazing. Like I, I know that I believe that everyone knows that, but I've never heard you say it yourself. That makes me know, so happy. I, that makes me I so like happy I that you said that. Yeah. Like a part of me is like, oh my goodness, I am so all over the place. And like, that's all that consumes me. Cause I feel like this, like sense oh my goodness this is just me talking like I'm in therapy now like it's just like this overwhelming sense that like I don't have it together that like I'm not doing enough because like every day I'm doing things like school and like not putting in a lot of work into things that I love like this podcast and so then a part of me is like oh my goodness like my life is all over the place and then like my friends will be like oh my goodness you're killing it and then I just like feel this like tension almost every day where I feel like I'm living like not the double life, but I just feel like I need to like get to that image. I don't know. It's so weird. Yeah, no. I like that you said image as well. It's like, this is a weird analogy to draw, but you know what body dysmorphia is, right? It's Mm -hmm. like dysmorphia of your life almost. Like, you know, with like dysmorphia, like body dysmorphia, there's like that like eating disorder image of a girl who's pretty skinny looks in the mirror and she sees herself as super fat. Mm -hmm. I think we have that same image with like your accomplishments. Like imagine like, and this is a weird thing to say, but like, imagine like you're looking at like your LinkedIn or like even like what's on your desktop, like on your computer, yeah. like your, your Google drive, your inbox, like whatever that may be, whatever, whatever your notion, your visual representation of things in your life. And like, it's so crowded. It's so full. It's so impactful. It's so content filled, but you see it. It's like one notes, one Google doc. You're like, I'm doing nothing. Yeah. Like, I feel like that's what's going on. Like in a visual yeah. sense, I'm like visualizing that right now. No, 100%. Like, I resonate with that so much. I wonder if there's, like, a thing for that. that. Like, is there, like, dysmorphia for... Dysmorphia for accomplishments? Dysmorphia for success? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Something like that. I think that was like, so something interesting. definitely that, like, this is not, like, a new or, like... No, 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 no. Like, we are not social psychologists. We did not just invent people. something. Yeah, I think a lot of people, like, feel that way though like I, I don't know whether it's a form of like imposter syndrome or something but it's very much like your accomplice like yeah it's very much like there's almost like these two images of yourself and like they look so different 100 percent that's so oh my amazing. gosh and like even seeing like this is a question that's not on big talk but like how would you describe yourself when no one else is home and by that I mean like you're in your room by yourself zoom's not on you don't have a class your friend isn't over like how are you as a person like how do you treat yourself how do you treat your items your possessions like how are you like how would you describe yourself you looking in from yourself like if you had like a camera just looking on yourself yourself in your room like Mm -hmm. going to bed like like you're doing your night routine or your morning stuff like what what is who is that person like like you have no identity almost. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. In that moment, you're not wailing the student. You're not wailing the daughter. You're not wailing the friend. You're wailing just wailing like a human almost. Like, what is she like? Yeah, that's crazy. And almost scary to think about. Yeah. I feel like if I'm being completely honest, I am like autopilot when I'm like completely by myself. Like when I have, I don't have a lot of time by myself. It's basically just the morning like when I think of like before I start schoolwork, which is usually like 30 minutes after I wake up and like usually 30 minutes before I sleep. So like for those 30 minutes, I'm probably like, I'm like solely working on myself, if that makes sense. And those 30 minutes are the 30 minutes of my life that are truly autopilot. Like I wake up, I grab the cup that I have that has my toothpaste, my, my floss, 
I no, I actually like put on all of my clothes for the day, grab that, oh. go upstairs, brush my teeth, like, you know, use the toilet. So you, do you put your clothes out um, the night before you wanted that, those girlies or do you I grab used to be no. someone who put seven days worth of clothes lined up in piles. But no longer um, that person. Oh but my God. I used to be like, I used to literally try to make no. my me time as productive as possible and waste as little time as possible. And then I realized like that habit of me, like literally doing seven days in advance was making me like a little bit insane. So I was like, let me not do that. But oh my um, gosh. No, nobody's ever asked me that before. And it's kind of scary to think about. No, it is. Like, it's yeah. it's almost like a weird, I don't want to say big brother, but like big sister moment. 100%. Like, yeah. I don't know. Some like you looking into yourself, like imagine you are, okay, this is such a weird thing. But like, I am like, oh yeah, like, haha, like I'm a little Disney princess. But like, okay, like imagine you're like a Barbie or you're like a doll and like you're living in like a little doll house and like imagine yourself as small and there's this big person, which is also you, looking into the dollhouse, which is you. Yeah. Like, how does she play? What does she like? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I know it's so crazy. Weird. It's kind of I weird. I think it's also this, like, I always, I guess, like, one question that I always ask myself when I'm, like, alone and doing things to take care of myself. Yeah. Um, is, it's always, how do I be more productive this time? Like, how can I make this more of, a, of an efficient system for myself, which is something else that's kind of crazy. But yeah, what, what do you look like all by yourself? I think I'm like very innocent and gentle by myself. Mm-hmm. Like, I yeah. feel like I very much put like a huge shell or like an armor when I go out into the world. Armor meaning not necessarily like I'm cold, like armor, like, you know, like the, you know, alive being on that's it. Like I'm off like in that same way like you know when you go like you fly like a long haul fly by yourself and you realize like whoa I haven't talked I haven't said a word in like 20 hours because you say something to like the flight attendant maybe you say something to the immigration I feel like that like I'm not unless I'm I'm, like no one sometimes low-key I do talk to myself not like full-on like conversations but like I'll say like random sentences that I'm thinking of like I'll like say it out loud or like practice saying something like I will definitely admit to doing that um I'm not someone who like loves taking long 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 baths or showers unless i'm freezing cold i'll take like a hot shower but like i don't like i don't adore like all these like drawn out like getting ready process like i try to get ready as quick as possible like i don't wear makeup i don't think like i try to be as efficient in that like looking good but not compromising i don't ever do anything with my hair i don't hair dry my hair so much so to a point where i go out with my wet hair every single day and it freezes crusty disgusting um but like I don't I'm not a big thing um I'm organized but I'm not clean and you can be both which I've now learned um so I like organizing but I do not like cleaning um I like taking care of myself like I treat myself like I would I don't know someone else I'm I'm very calm and slow yeah calm and slow with myself and yeah, I'm a little methodical. I like to like night before I put everything out. I like to have everything in order, things mm-hmm. plugged in, things charged, things away, like my space clean. I left, I like my space clean. Um, yeah. yeah, I would say that I don't use a lot of beauty products or like creams on sort of things. So I'm not like a huge, like three hour. Oh my God, it smells so good. My friends are cooking right now. It smells amazing. Um, I yeah, I get, I like good food, but I don't cook for myself. I actually have been cooking a little bit for myself. Okay, I use an oven for the first time this week. Eek. I made fire Brussels sprouts. She did. Fire. I, I saw them. I get it. I get creative in the kitchen. 
I think that's, yeah, that's a little bit of me. Okay. We're going to go on to our next question because we've done two and I think we should finish up with three because I feel oh like that's God. wholesome. Yeah. Um, next one. What is your favorite place in the world? And because we are third culture kids, da, 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 we can have three answers. Three so answers. I'm allowing three answers. So oh we can go back and forth. I can start if you um, want to brainstorm a little bit. I, I know my first one for sure. Okay, you go first. My first one is by on the dock on Lake Muskoka or Lake Stony in Northern Ontario in Canada in the summer that. with my family on a hot summer day, finish getting ice cream in the lake wet in the park. It's beautiful. The oh. boat is there. There's like, it's like a pre-hour or like, it's like five 30. The sun is still out, but there's like a cheese platter situation, olives, situation everyone's having fun there i feel the warmth of the wood cedar wood on the dock as i'm like lying down we have these like thick gorgeous luxurious honestly like pillow or um towels that feel like so thick they're like blankets lying on them the sun beating down wearing a sunscreen like the smell of sunscreen sunglasses that's one of the favorite moments. I haven't had that moment for like two years now because of COVID, but I have it this year, but that's definitely number one. And I've been doing it every single year in the summer, even though we didn't live in Canada. That's my first oh my one. Goodness. What I about really you? Oh, that is so hard. I that's feel like my one. first one, the first one that comes to mind, actually so many come to mind. I know but... it's a good one. <gasps> Wait, side note. Have you done the Google my maps thing? No, I don't. <gasps> that is such a fun activity we should do together. I've done it with some friends. So basically on Google, on Google Maps, you can create like your own map. Like you can like put spots. So like you can have like I, we, my friends and I, we all have like special places in our life. Like you can just put a location. It can be like Prince University, Hong Kong International School, like Singapore, whatever. Like, and it's like Wayland's map and like little red dots or you can like change color coding different categories yeah. but it's super special and then you like see your whole wait, world let's see that for our next episode. it's That's so much fun. fun wait let's see I actually love that no it's so much that. fun we'll do that oh my goodness. yeah I also I'm a geography oh my god wait sorry I have one more side note and then you're I'm so sorry I realized my geography thing is like getting bad now like I am Someone, okay, turn off immediately. If you're like so incompetent in geography, that is such a turn off for me. Today in, in French class, we were doing like, we were learning things. It was like eight different landmarks, eight different places. Like I'm not naming names, incompetence, like beyond incompetent, like forbidden city in Kenya situation. Like I cannot, Ooh. like Kilimanjaro in, J- in Japan. Like I couldn't, I could not. And I just was very sassy. So yeah. maybe lost some friends, but at least my geography stays. True. So maybe I need to like loosen leave. up about that. I need to loosen up on that. I think I'm like burning bridges. Oh my goodness. Go for yeah, it. No, I, I feel like geography is one of those things I loved as a child, but like yeah. have kind of like let loose and like I should have. Of that is no, like, I should. Is kind of loose. So my, no, I should. my directions are not the best, but I should. we power through. We power through. Um, I you. think. I'll start early. I think the first one was we did a lot of road trips when I was younger. So yeah. definitely like backseat of the car. You like we all piled in with like oh my, goodness. my mom would like make sushi. <gasps> a little like, no, I would die. Uh, and we'd like take these long road trips to <gasps> Disneyland or to like the tulip field. Wait, or, you would Disneyland you know, to Paris? Paris Disney? Mm-hmm. <gasps> Wait, Lynn, you didn't tell me that. That sounds yeah. like the best ever. 
Oh my goodness. It was not super child friendly because smoking was allowed in all areas. So my parents would literally have to like put us on their shoulders. So like we were like above the smoke, but good memories there for sure. 100%. Oh my gosh, that is such a good one. Wow, I can feel that. Oh, I want to do that. Can we do that? Can we please do yeah, that? We'll that do sounds it. amazing. Oh, I got to find a time to go to Disney here. Okay, second okay, one, second definitely one. definitely bring it back to HKG, Hong Kong. HKG. Lots, of me- lots of memories, of course, but I would say the area in which we grew up in in Hong Kong is a special place to me, specifically in my house. We had like this outdoor area and we spent a lot of time there. We had like blow up pools there when we were younger. We had all like their parties there and dinners and activities and workouts and long conversations and like watering the plants and just the music always blaring and cooking dinners and so many memories. So, 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 so many memories there. And it was such a special place. Like it, it, it like I feel like so connected to every element on that area, like the stone, the wood, the leaf, everything. It just feels so connected to me. And when I think of that, I just, and like a, on a beautiful sunny day or like a sunset in Hong Kong, just everything in the world just feels so flowy and perfect. I, there's nothing else. There's really 100%. nothing else. What about you? Classic Hong Kong. Actually, classic I was going to say like my grandparents' place in Singapore, like just the smell What's it like? of it. Um, <gasps> smell? Small, Huge memories. Yeah, it's like a Huge small memories. Um, in Singapore but like it just brings back so many memories of like they would take us to the public library and like we don't speak like I didn't speak really good Mandarin growing up so whenever I was with my grandparents it was always like we didn't have like the like we had a lot of like language barriers so it was a lot of like like acting out things or like trying to point to things and some of my best memories was them bringing us to public libraries and wow them bringing us to eat and like even though there was that language barrier like just so 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 much love that they showed us despite it was amazing but I was debating between that one and like the classic you know the walk from like the Manhattan to like Stanley oh of course and you go down that you go down and there's like that view (gasps) view. So I know exactly. I have so many photos of that as well. Yeah. Like the moment, I think I took this, I took a video the other day or not the other day when I was in Hong Kong, when, you know, when you come out or you come off of Stanley Gap road, you take the roundabout to your right, like that roundabout, that moment of that roundabout, you're like, honey, I'm home. Like that is the honey, I'm home moment. Honey. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, I can almost feel yeah. it. Smell yeah. It, like exactly. It. Oh, my exactly. Like, kind of get like the taxi driver's like kind of aggressive. So you're like thrown to one <laughs> like, side. Oh my goodness. No, you'll be oh. there soon. You will be there in I June, know. right? Do you have to book tickets? Yeah. June 5th. You book- oh, you booked tickets. Oh my God. June 5th. Tickets. No, that's so exciting. So excited <gasps> to be Oh home. my God. That is so um, awesome. Okay. Third memory to wrap us up for today. Yeah, absolutely. So I think there's a couple that come to mind because those are like the Canada, Hong Kong, those places to, close to home. I'm going to say another place that's very special to me is Israel. We'd go there like every year growing up as well. Like there's other specials too, but I would say Israel was very special, particularly the beach in Tel Aviv is just such an amazing vibe. Like everyone there is like, lying down relaxing the sun is beating the food and the fruits and the vegetables are just so full of life full of people are running there's dogs there's music everyone is so calm everyone is like smoking weed at this point now too there's scooters everywhere and there's sandcastles everyone is like people in israel love being in israel so 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 much and there's such a pride of being that similar to singapore south korea switzerland like i think just in general countries that have a military that's a whole other conversation but like people basically love 
a lot there's a lot a lot of pride there also literally there's a lot of pride there there's a big pride community there um but no the beach it's so gorgeous and you're in the mediterranean sea and you're eating shakshuka like what else do you want the freshest feta cheese and just it's it's beautiful 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 and i cannot wait to do a little canal good tour in tel aviv with you one day i cannot wait that's gonna be amazing hit me with your last one Last one. So many good ones. I won't do one that's like a travel related one, but lots of good memories on like in like the small little town in France called Leger. We would Ooh, go every year. Wait, should I go? Um, yeah, it's like more of like a ski little like lodge village, but it's Ooh. so, so, so nice. <gasps> so many good like memories growing oh up my there. Gosh. But I think for my third one, I'm gonna choose something right here in the heart. I was of gonna say me. you have um, to. I think that my favorite thing right now is like around like 10 p.m. There's like one walk in like a quad area where there's like a lot of grass. Um, And whenever I'm walking back from like not classes, but like the library back to my dorm at night, um, I always make it a point to like look up at the stars and they're like the Orion's belt, I think is like very like clearly. Do you know the stars now? That is so sick. Wait, what about the Big Dipper or the Small Dipper? I have no idea. I have have no no idea. But that could be like a fun random thing to learn about. Yeah, no, 100%. I think it's so special to like feel connected in that way. So I don't know. I'm a big star star. I don't know any of the meanings or whatever. Oh, the North Star. I know that one. Yeah. I love just looking at the stars. It's so No, it's beautiful. And I don't, okay. So that's my favorite thing about stars as well. This is, I would, going back to the dock, we would always, the last night we would always come out, we'd lie on the dock. There was always so many bugs. We'd get like full and like, you know, bug spray sweat and that sort of thing. We would lie and look at the stars. I'm like, I can't see any, I can't see enough. My dad would always say to me, like, the more you look, the more you see. Like yeah. if your eyes have to adjust and I feel, okay, maybe I'm like making this unnecessarily as an extended metaphor, but I think that's the same in life. Like you have to let your eyes adjust. Like even like when you're walking, oh, like when people tell you like, get, that. when people tell you like, get off your phone, whatever, just look around the signs. You're like, yeah, it's nice. Whatever, whatever. It's fine. Like, no, like the longer you look or even with like meditations too, or even like with a run, like anytime you start something like the first couple minutes are always like trash. It's always annoying yeah. when you start a workout, even when you're in like a study session, like sometimes like it, it's so annoying in the first couple minutes, like you have to let your eyes adjust like literally and figuratively. So oh, I love that. I got the chills. Oh well, and goodness. on that note, letting your eyes adjust. And on that note, I hope you let your ears adjusted to the podcast today. I really enjoyed this. I know we didn't get yeah, through kind too of many fun. questions, but I think that just goes to show that big talk prompts these conversations. And it's not like mm-hmm. some sort of like, uno card game. It's not like what's your color. Yeah it's a game where you can ask three questions and it takes you an hour. And I learned a lot about you, a lot about myself, a lot about the world. Yeah, I know. 100%. This was so much fun. Oh, I really okay. Like well, thank you so much for joining us today on the podcast. Be sure to continue to follow our journey wherever you listen to your podcast, but also on Instagram and LinkedIn at the Entrepreneurs Network. Be sure to give us a like and a follow and also give us a review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. That would really help us out. But we will see you next week for another new kind of all good episode. Bye. Bye.